Hi everybody and welcome to the Junction Church Podcast. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. If you would like to find out any more information about us, then please visit our website at www.thejunctionchurch.com. Thank you for listening. And um, I've no idea how we're doing for time here now. Look, we've got 10 minutes to preach a message. <laughs> and, uh, but that's good. Do you know why it's good? Because, right, I got in this morning uh, and I sat down and I suddenly realised, there's two things I realised. One, I'm preaching in the Chinese church and I'm preaching tonight. <laughs> and I realised I'd left behind my notes for my Sunday night message at home, which I didn't write into my iPad. I just wrote it um, old-fashioned way, and uh, which is how I write all my messages first off, and then I transfer them across. And uh, um, so I only have one message. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to start the message this morning, and then I'm going to finish it tonight. And. Uh, but um, I, I, I really believe that, that the Holy Spirit wants, wants us to understand the full work, the full nature of what he's doing in this house. Yeah. Uh, and, and the vision that, that um, uh, Neil and, and Robin have been carrying their heart for, um, for mission and, and for the, 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 the vision that, that our leaders in this house have been carrying uh, to see the different ministry and the different works that we've been doing. Um, to, to have an impact and, and create a move that's literally changing people's lives. We've got, um, we've got City Hearts um, launching um, in, in the, well, by the time the legal status is, is fully established, that'll be probably next year now. Uh, but that's, that's sort of launching, that's a massive program in, in, in its own right. We have the uh, we have the sensory cafe down, downstairs, which was actually Cheryl's idea. It, it wasn't mine, I do have to. That the, uh, she looked across and said, "You better tell them." And uh, so you got to <laughs> I'm not that much of a genius. And uh, so uh, the the sensory cafe and and um, the, the the work of the church. It's time for the church to rise up in the call of God to know number one who we are in our spiritual status. The church has to know, your, you've got to know your spiritual status. If you're trying to do a, a social work, if you're trying to change people's lives, but you don't have it settled in your heart first, you will crumble. Because the pull on your heart is more than you can manage. Because the work that we do is a work which is demanding something from us, which is not just a social outreach, but it is a spiritual battle. So when you, when you enter into a work, but if you enter into it without the concept of the knowledge of the spiritual battle, you take upon yourself the weight of battle without expectation, not knowing how to handle the fiery darts of the evil one, not knowing how to handle the attack of the enemy. Something we've got to understand, this is something the Spirit of God's been speaking to me a lot this week, and, and it's, um, it's around Jeremiah, uh, around Joshua when he enters into, the, enters into the promised land, and they cross over into the Jordan, and they, as they cross over, 
Um, they come into the, the promises. Uh, um, they come into the promises of God. Now, you've got to understand the promised land has been 700 years in, in, the, uh, in the making. It's like God's been working on this from, from the beginning. And it's now 700 years later from the promise to the entry. And as they're coming into this, uh, coming into this, this entry of, of the promised land, you think to yourself, we've arrived. But the reality is that, that despite the fact they've come out of Egypt and 40 years of sort of that sort of wandering around the desert, which was never the plan of God, but the, they ended up nonetheless wandering around for 40 years. You, you would think to yourself that the, the fight is now. Here we are, we've landed. But the reality was that that's when the fight really started. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really do. They had very few battles. There was, there was almost nothing. M- most of their time, they were doing just wandering around eating manna. <laughs> Not really over here. Oh, look, manna over here. That's nice. And oh, we're going to look at that. Sand dune. Let's wander over there, shall we? And, God said, and they just wandered around and they had no... I, I need you to understand that there, if there is no battle in your life, there's no vision in your life. Yeah, if there's no... See, see the enemy um, will only attack that which is challenging him. Yeah. He's not interested in you if you're, if you're not doing anything. Hello? And so the promises of, for the house of God, we must know our status in him. We must know the security. We must know the healing of our heart. We must know the fullness of who we are called to be if we are going to do the work that the vision has laid upon us. Because the promises of God for this house, the promises of God for this city, the promises are incredible. We know the miraculous power that God has got for us. But to walk in it, you have to fight the battles of Jericho and Ai. You've got to fight the battles that take the cities, take the high places, take those strongholds that God, for us to get established, every place has to be fought for. The children of Israel barely fought a battle until they entered into the promises. And so we need to understand 2018 is going to be a year. It's going to be a lot more than just one year, by the way. For us to walk in it, we have to enter into a new kind of warfare. And for us to walk into a new kind of warfare, we have to enter into a new kind of revelation of our true status in Christ, that we know who we are. Like Oliver Cromwell said before he went out to fight, and our history doesn't paint him as, as a particularly great, great man, but actually he, he, was a man, he was a man after the heart of God. And Oliver Cromwell said, before I go out to, into battle, I win the, win the battle in my own heart first. And so he, he won every battle, but he, he won it in his heart. And he won it in his heart because he knew who he was in Christ. Now, the Bible says in, in, in I'm going to finish with this, and I genuinely, um, I just want to download this, and I'm going to give you, this is just an introduction to, um, to, the, to tonight's message, which I, I was going to, and I'll have to, the message I got for tonight, I'll have to preach next week or something because it's, it's, also very, very important. Um, in Isaiah 61, verse 3, let me read this to you. Um, Isaiah 61 is the prophecy that Jesus gave when in, in Luke's gospel. We see he, he comes into the temple and he picks up the scripture and he starts to read. And, um, and all the eyes of the people look around and go, the anointing of God falls and they go, is this not Joseph's son? Is, is this like they... 
they are so overwhelmed by the power of God that's revealed in Christ's reading, um, Isaiah um, 61, um, that they're so overwhelmed by it that they, um, that they are kind of, for a moment they're mesmerised. Is this, is this the Messiah? Is it? No, 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 it can't be, can't be. We, we know his dad. <laughs> we, you know, we know who, where he's from. We, 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 know the, we know the history. No, it can't be. But this is what Jesus reads. And it says in Isaiah 61 verse 3, it says, To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations and they shall repair the roofs and cities, a desolation of many generations. And so I want us to understand that there's a, there's a quote here that, that is extraordinary for us to see. The Bible says that we shall be trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Now, the Bible, the Bible has a habit of showing us who we're called to be at the same time as revealing where we really are. <laughs> so it, it, it speaks, first off, it goes in and it's describing the, the Holy Spirit. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. The word console is actually the word appoint. So God says he will appoint. Go back to verse 1. To console those who mourn in Zion is actually, it actually says to appoint to those who mourn in Zion yeah, yeah. to give them beauty for your ashes. This is the, the work of the Holy Spirit. He's appointing to us and describing to us our weakness, but also applying our medicine. Yeah. Yeah. All right? This is the weakness, but this is the medicine. This is the this is the, the antidote for, for the condition of your heart. Now, here's the thing. The nature of Christians is that we tend to go, to go to God like a doctor only in times of need, right? So we treat, we treat the, the answers in the Bible. How do I resolve my relational crisis? How do, I, how do I resolve my financial crisis? How do I resolve my guilt feeling? How do I, how do I, or what does it say in the Bible? Or, well, I'll do this then. It's kind of like taking medicine. We only go there when we need it. The rest of the time, we don't bother. Yeah. Who's with me? Yeah. You understand? The rest of the time, we don't really think about it. Yeah. But the Bible is speaking about a different kind of living. Healthy, healthy lifestyle means you apply yourself to healthy foods that come into it so that you don't get sick in the first place. So you move away from sickness into a place of health. Are you with me? And so it says, it says here that, that we would be, that God is replacing a spirit of heaviness, the garment of praise, that's what I was going to preach on tonight, that, plant, that we would be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Now, the, the thing with trees is that Trees change atmosphere. They are atmosphere changers. And we have to understand that the Holy Spirit, the Bible is saying that God is doing, he's coming in and he's changing everything that we might become called, that we might be called trees of righteousness. So that the purpose of the Holy Spirit, the purpose of Christ to give his life, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is that at the end of the day, 
the destination of all of that is that we would be trees of righteousness. That's the destination. That's what we're supposed to be. In Romans chapter, um, in Romans chapter 3 uh, and 23, it says, the Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We, we hear that scripture and we go, we hear that scripture and we go, oh man, that, you know, I've fallen short. You know, you know why we, we hear that? Because we, we always read the negative about ourselves rather than that. Yeah. The glory of God, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. What does that mean? That means if you are healthy in your spirit, you hear it's an encouragement. Ah, what's my destination? The glory of God. That's my, that's where I'm supposed to be. So I'm supposed to be a revealer of the glory of God. But my sin and my human, well, I, I missed it, but I know that where God is taking me is to his glory. We are to reveal the glory of God. We are to be trees of righteousness. These are the destination points. His glory is the destination point. The manifestation of his power, the fullness of his power is the destination point. And, and the, the sin is kind of the, the, the point of kind of the start point of where we're going to. But it's time for us to understand that the Holy Spirit wants us to reach that destination. He wants us to reach that point that where we're called to be and understand that we are culture changers. We are atmosphere changers. And and here's the thing about trees of righteousness that I'm going to finish on this and I'm going to leave the rest. But I I need you to understand that what trees do is apart from being in some scriptures you'll read that as oaks of righteousness because they're extraordinarily strong. The, 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 the trees are, one, very, very strong, and two, they are what enables the whole world, the human, animal being, everybody else to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Scientists have calculated that it would only be a, a, a few thousand years that the world would run out of oxygen if it wasn't for trees and plant life. Now, this is what trees do. You've got to understand this. Trees... Soak up the sunlight. And we soak up the sun of Jesus Christ, the sunlight, the light of God. They take the water, which is representative of the spirit, and they mix it with the CO2, the carbon dioxide. And it goes into the tree. And what comes out is oxygen. See, see, what Christians are supposed to do is not be reactionary to the atmospheres and things that are around them and just reproduce what else is there. But we're atmosphere changers. See, when we spend time in his presence and spend time in the spirit of God, the sin of this world, though it enters into us, Jesus said it's not what goes into a man, um, it's what comes out of him that defiles him. So it's what comes into us is the sin of this world. We're impacted by the sin of the world because of the spirit. Spirit, because of the light and the water of God, what happens is that Christ has empowered us 
to be ones who bring redemption and bring forth the oxygen of the light of God. We are trees of righteousness. The world can do what it likes, but we are the trees of righteousness because regardless of the sin of this world, even though we are impacted and affected by it, out from us shall come the breath of God. It doesn't matter how much CO2 there is around us, we just need to spend time and allow the photosynthesis of the light and the rain of God to come upon our lives and as we soak it up, we take in the the, the carbon dioxide, the CO2 of this world, we take it in and we bring forth the breath of God and bring light and life. We are called to be trees of righteousness. Amen. Let's stand up, shall we? Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or you'd like to find out contact information or service times, then don't forget to visit our website, www.thejunctionchurch.com. God bless.